What up? Welcome. Welcome. One and all. That's so awkward when you do that. Very... What's the word I'm looking for? I do it quite frequently as well. Yeah, all the time. Why do you do that all the time? I don't know. Is it just for the podcast? Yeah. Oh. I don't do it in real life. I don't walk up to people and say into his... Welcome, one and all, to Sainsbury's. You don't really walk up to people in Sainsbury's and say anything, to be fair. Mm, no. But if you did, I would hope it wouldn't be that. We'd get kicked out. <laughs> we wouldn't be allowed back in. I'll try it next time we're in there. Went to Sainsbury's before, don't we? Got ourselves a dog. I know, that's why it was in my head. Ourselves a dog Picking game. up the vitals. So, basically, the we when we put the bed sheet on our bed the other day, like the fitted sheet, that's the word I'm looking for, there were some tiny little holes in it. And I am currently thrashing around so much in bed that it's just torn a giant hole mm-hmm. into the entire bottom of the fitted sheet. So we needed new. Thrashing is a great way to describe because I haven't slept in about three months. <laughs> I'm growing two tiny humans. That's true. You can do one. <laughs> I'll tell you what I can't do. Sleep. Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I'm grateful. Tell you what though, I'm embracing it. I'm I'm using this as a practice time for like dealing with no sleep. And I've realised that I'm just constantly chaining sugar because I'm tired all the time. So what I've done this week... Did you say chaining sugar? Yeah. Right, carry on. <laughs> is that something I shouldn't say like the time I said that other thing that I shouldn't say? No. All right. Although it is about chaining cigarettes or cigs is what all people right. would usually say. But... <laughs> no, just sugar. Yeah. Um, and um, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, it started thrashing around. <laughs> then it was... Oh, sugar. Lack of so, sleep, then sugar. Yeah. Um, so this week I've decided I create myself like we do um, with um, clients, create myself a little motions grid so I put tired at the top and all the different things I could do when I'm feeling tired and I've started logging my food so that I can pause a bit more before I eat anything um, and today instead of going eating another rich tea biscuit that I wanted, I stepped outside and then had a glass of orange juice and I felt much better. Love that. Yes. There is the emotions grid live. Live, they're going live in action. Yeah, I'm just getting really good because, like, I was like, well, I'm going to be tired for a really long time now for, like, yeah, forever. Well, not forever, but, like, probably going to feel tired for quite some years. So, like, going to have to get really good at being tired now. You are. (laughs) You might have to listen back to this episode as well in future. We'll note it down just in case. It was the wee weekly step count without having to become a marathon runner. Yes, because I feel like at some point soonish we might start moving a little bit less. We might need to listen to oh, ourselves. Oh, I don't know. I'm not very. I'm not moving very much at the minute. No, I know, but it causes me a lot of pain. Well, you can listen back when we finished it then. <laughs> I can't do it though. No, it's different. I want to be out walking. I just can't. So episode 125. I can't believe we're 125, by the way. I just read, I just read the title. Sorry, that, that was your job. No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. People knew anyway. They clicked the episode. Like, literally, before <laughs> I say it, they know exactly what they're listening to. So today is three ways to grow your hair. <laughs> Phil's not got any of the ways. I am going to listen back to this <laughs> afterwards. Episode 125. Eight simple ways to double, at a minimum, your so le- at least double your weekly step count right away without having to become a marathon runner. I might even put in a title, at least double, because it will at least double. Definitely Is this inspired by yourself? 100%. Because you did some of these things this week, didn't you? Most of them. That's why I wrote them all down and I'm putting <laughs> them in an episode. Like, it literally works. Like, I've done it this week. Absolute fact. Like, we, I say this all the time on this episode. You say it as well. And we say it on social media. All the stuff that we post about, talk about, video about, we literally use like we're not just picking random things from thin air and go. Oh, I wonder if this would be a good idea. This Two is stuff examples that examples literally straight away in the podcast as well. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We literally make sure it works, and then you do it and it works, and everyone's happy. Simple as that. <laughs> yeah. And out of all of these, I would say the last one is without a doubt 
my favourite. As it says, there are eight, ways, eight simple ways, but the last one is like... Pink. Absolutely class. So, I'm going to dive straight in. Number one, really, really simple. As we said, they would be. Eight simple ways. Number one is to plan it into your diary. The amount of times I've not been for a walk because it isn't planned in is ridiculous. I can get to the end of the day and be like, I'm not moved. I haven't gone anywhere. And that's not because you don't enjoy walking. That is literally just because, like, I, we know that if you listen to this, it's highly likely that you're super busy and very short on time. 100%. And therefore, it can be so easy to just fall through your day without even thinking about it. We can all find things to do that isn't going out for a walk. And to add to that, that isn't exercising, that isn't planning your meals, that isn't cooking a good meal. Like, we can all find other stuff to do. But if it's planned in, you're likely to do it. That's how my mind works. If I look at my plan for the day and it says, like, for example, today, it says to go for a walk at 6pm. I know that I'm going to go because that's what's planned in. It also gives you that sense of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, almost headspace that, well, I know everything else is going to get done because that's planned in as well. So like in my mind, because of the way my mind works, I'm like, right, I know the tasks I've got to do today for like clients, programs, wherever it might be. But if I go out for a walk, I'm forever walking around like, oh my God, what if I don't get this done? What if I don't get that done? But if I just plan my day, I know it's all going to get done anyway. I've done most of it already because it's quarter to two in the afternoon because I've done loads this morning. I did like four or five hours work this morning. But if I didn't plan it in, I'd be sat here now going, oh, what should I be doing then? No idea. Because I planned in the walks. They happen. And sometimes... It's as simple as that. You might get to the end of this episode and go, yeah, it's all great, but I'm just going to do the first one and it'll work. Yeah. And then it's not just planning it in, but it's actually number two is being really clear with that plan. So instead of just saying, oh, I'll just go for a walk in the morning tomorrow, just get really, really specific with it. So at 7am, I'm going for a walk for 20 minutes to the park and back. Like that clear. We've got um, a client who said to me this week um i didn't really have as much time this week so i just put a 15 minute timer on um and just went for 15 minutes and then when it went off i just came back again because she only had 30 minutes and like so she was going for a walk for 30 minutes and made it really clear how she was gonna stick to that and made it happen and i think if you can get really specific with when you're doing it and how long you're doing it for it's it's not as easy to avoid, basically, is it? 100%. Number three, once you've done all that, set alarms to remind you. I have lost count the amount of times I've got into a task, been really enjoying doing it, and then being like, flipping heck, I forgot I was supposed to be doing, I was supposed to be going for a walk, I was supposed, mm-hmm. to, be, I was supposed to be cooking tea. It's quarter six, I'm not, even, I'm not even started, Like I was supposed to start at six, I was supposed to start at five o'clock, and it's like, we do naturally as humans sometimes fall into that, what's called like flow state, where we're just like, so engrossed in what we're doing, then we just forget that we had other plans. And it's like, we then look back and go, oh, I didn't have time today. No, we did. We just carried on doing that task for ages. Another benefit of this actually as well, not setting the alarms, but setting a time to do a task is you end up doing the task in that amount of time. If I give myself an hour to do something, it'll take me an hour. If I give myself three hours to do the same task, it'll take me three hours. So I always give myself an hour or whatever I think it's going to take. And it gives me more time to then do other things. That's nothing to do with this episode, but it's a nice little side uh strategy for you so number three is set alarms to remind you to go for a walk when you plan them in i was just gonna laugh because i thought for some reason you were gonna say no but start it with a g and it would have been goat what as a little side goat i thought you side goat no i don't know why side greatest of all time so then i started giggling at myself um number four set no yeah is that right yeah it's oh, just yeah, the both sides set alarms <laughs> 
Glad Jen reads the podcast notes before we start the episode. <laughs> I do, I promise. Uh, number four, set alarms to remind you to check, check your step count. Do it maybe two to three times per day. We were literally having this conversation, weren't we, that like my Fitbit is currently discarded um, because my limit is like I walk a day. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm, I'm very accepting of that right now. Um, but the reason I stopped wearing it is because it was dying like before the day ended. And my birthday is coming up in September 18th. If you want to send me a present in the post, just ask Phil for me. If you, want to send, if you want to send me an Apple Watch, <laughs> ask Phil for your address. Our so you address. somewhere different. <laughs> um, no, but I was saying, like, I, th- I think that I would like to get another, some kind of smartwatch or something, purely for the fact that, like, it really helps me to just kind of raise awareness around what I have and haven't done. Like, I don't think there's any guilt attached to it anymore. I'm not like looking for a certain number as such, but just being able to see or have that visual reminder for ourselves to like check in with what we have done or what we have achieved. Like we don't have to work to a number. Like we have clients who work to like a time or amount of walks that we're doing, but like having that visual reminder to move, everyone loves closing the rings on Apple watches the visual thing is is massively underrated. It's just like another reminder to just check in with yourself and, and see, actually, do I need to move more? Because like Phil said, you can get lost in your day and, and just kind of forget and then be like, oh, not move much today. Let's get out. It's just a nice little prompt, isn't it? I think just to kind of piggyback on what you've just said as well about the idea of like, there's no guilt attached to it. I know a lot of, there's been a bit of a movement in the industry over the past few years, this idea of being kind to yourself. And I think it's been looked at in the completely wrong way. If you've got goals you want to achieve, whether they're health, fitness, weight loss, moving more, whatever it might be, not moving is not being kind to yourself. It's the opposite because it's basically you saying, I'm not going to achieve my goals. Nowhere in that is you being kind to yourself. Fair enough, there are going to be days where you're like, you know what, I'm absolutely shattered today. I literally, I'm physically tired. Not mentally, but I'm physically tired. And actually, I'm going to do a little bit less today. That's cool, that's fine, that's normal. But if every single day you're like, I'm not going to check my steps because I'm being kind to myself today. That ain't being kind. That's the complete opposite. You've got goals that you want to achieve. Be kind to yourself by going achieving them. That's what's going to allow you to remove guilt. I actually had a conversation with a client about this this week and I challenged her on something because she said... Um, she was struggling with a period that week and I know I, and I, I thankfully don't get massive period pains so I'm not going to vouch for this but for me movement really helps me when I do get period pains Um, as much as I don't want to do it it helps but I know that some people it really like due to like really heavy flow or just feeling incredibly uncomfortable like I'm, I'm never gonna if if that's your personal thing then that's your personal thing Um, but she said I took my watch off and I asked her why she t- took a watch off. She said, so I didn't feel guilty about it. But my, my challenge to that is, well, there's some some kind of rule you're creating for yourself somewhere there where if you don't hit a certain number or a certain target, you're feeling guilty about that. And we want to challenge that because that is putting a rigid expectation on ourselves that every day should look the same. Mm-hmm. Every day cannot look the same. Therefore by putting the watch on even on the days when you do less we're challenging that thinking that every day looks the same and challenging that idea that our steps should be over a certain amount every single day by simply just wearing the watch on the days that we cannot achieve that goal and being okay with it removes a ton of guilt around specific number goals basically 100 
Number five, have your shoes ready whenever you need them to be ready. So for you, that might be in the morning when you get up. That might be when you struggle the most to uh, get out for a walk. So having your shoes, your clothes, whatever it might need to be, just having it ready so that you don't have to get it ready. I do this every evening now, not actually to get out for a walk, but because in the morning when I wake up, I always want to go back to bed, like every day without fail. 365 days out of 365. I'm not one of those people who gets part of bed and I'm like, oh, I'm buzzing, I can't wait to start the day. I'm tired, I'm aching, I want to get back in bed. So what I do is I put loads of warm clothes next to the bed, but because Jen doesn't get up at the same time as me, it's really dark and takes me ages to find them, but I do eventually <laughs> find them. And I put those on and then I come downstairs. If those clothes weren't there and I had to go looking for them in the wardrobe, I'd get back in bed, fact, every day. Because it's too difficult for me. It's too much of a challenge. So think about what is it you need to have before you go for a walk? Shoes, clothes, hat, scarf, umbrella. Charge can't, your headphones can't believe up. we're talking about this in August, but these yeah. are the things you need. Um, charge your headphones up. Whatever it is you need, have that stuff ready so that it removes the barriers. Because there are so many times where I'm like, oh, I've got my clothes on, so may as well go downstairs. Mm -hmm. Same with like my alarm in the morning. I put that out the room so that when I turn it off, I'm like, well, I'm out of the room now and I've got clothes on. Well, I may as well go downstairs then. It's like almost too obvious to go downstairs. It's like, why would I do anything else? So do the same with your walks. Like, what do you need to have ready? Do it beforehand so that you're already ready to go when it comes to going for a walk. That could be in the morning. You might need to take some trainers with you to work. So let's say, for example, I don't know, you go to work in like heels that aren't hugely comfortable to walk in. You might then want to swap them to some trainers so you go for a walk on your dinner because that then removes the barrier of, well, I don't want to go for a walk because my feet are killing when I get back. Well, put your trainers underneath your desk. Don't put them in your locker. Don't put them in a different room. Put them underneath your desk so that you take your foot, foot? Take <laughs> one foot and your other foot out of your shoes and put one foot and another foot into your other shoes and then just go for the walk. Done. Same for after work. Um, so number six, sorry, number five, have whatever it is you need to be ready, have it ready for when you need it. Yes. And number six, have purpose. So it could be that you are meeting a friend for a walk, so you arrange to meet them at a certain time. Another little layer of accountability as well, because it's harder to back out when you've agreed it with somebody else. Mm -hmm. um, maybe walk to a specific place. Like we do this one quite a lot. We walk to like the shops if we need to pick up some bits, like top up bits in the week. Like So we'll do a big shop and then we'll kind of, any bits that we need to pick up, we'll always just walk to a nearby shop. Um, but it could be that like you've got an errand to run, post office, need to drop something off walk to that specific place picking the kids up from school like whatever it may be have a purpose behind where you're going um, it, it just gives you that kind of clarity on where you're going and how you're going to get there basically 100 number seven listen to something that you enjoy listening to whether that's certain album maybe it's one of your favorite albums maybe it's a nostalgic album from back in the day maybe it's clubland classics <laughs> I don't know, whatever music it is you want to listen to, listen to that. Or alternatively, listen to your favourite podcast. Oh, I wonder what that favourite podcast this is. Probably this one. It's probably this one. <laughs> it has to be this one. Um, listen to a podcast. And one of the best sort of like hacks for this is save that album or those albums or that podcast or those podcasts just for your walks. So say to yourself, you're not going to listen to them until you're out on a walk. Because what that does is it makes that walk more exciting. You know, like, mm -hmm. well, I want to go out because... Body Brain Belief have brought out a new episode this week and I really want to listen to it. So as soon as I get home, I'm going to put my shoes on and then I'm going to go out for the walk so I can listen to it because it's the best podcast ever and it's so good and I absolutely love it. And honestly, it's literally the best thing in my life ever. That is literally why we... Why, if, you ever, if you've ever gone through the backlogs mm -hmm. of our podcast, I know we're on 100 episodes, episode 125 now, 
We haven't gone right to the backlogs of our podcast then. One, you're a true fan, and two, I'm sorry for the terrible quality and probably the nervousness. I'm too ashamed to listen back to those early ones. I'm not. I listen back. <laughs> Do you? That's where I get the bite-sized ones from. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, they're not as bad as you think. Are they not? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. They're I not can imagine number one and two aren't so, so jolly, though. Um, anyway, we literally started this podcast to with the intention that it would be something that could keep you company on your walk. So use it. Yeah, use it, please. Simple as that. Um, and then tell other people too as well. <laughs> when you're walking around, just be like laughing loads. And when someone's like, what are you laughing at? Just be like, oh, Buddy Rimley podcast. And then go over, take the phone off them, send them the link to the podcast so that they <laughs> then listen to it. I know it sounds a little bit kind of like brutal, but I think it's the best way to go about things. I actually remember somewhat one of our clients messaging us um, saying that she was laughing out loud in Tesco at us in the yeah. queue. I remember we bumped into people who were listening to us. That's a proper yeah, weird I'm moment. I'm listening to you. Oh, I'm just listening to you. All right, okay. Carry on then. <laughs> Two separate people as well. Mm. Yeah. Strange. Anyway, number eight, number. our favourite. I'm buzzing for you to say this one because this is literally one of the main reasons I wrote this podcast because I just think this is just the best. Call it something different. Like, can't tell you how much of a difference this makes. And it can be whatever resonates with you. So instead of thinking, oh, I need to go out to get my steps in, which is probably what most of you are doing right now. I need to get my steps in. I need, I need, I need, I must get my steps in. Have to, should do. All those things. Yeah. Try rephrasing it. Try calling it walking for my mind, moving for my mental health, celebrating my body's strengths, getting some fresh air. Like, whatever works for you. Um, I added that last one in because that's what um, a suggestion from one of our clients recently. She said, I think I'm just going to call it getting some fresh air because it feels like less pressure. And I was like, I love that. That's really nice. Uh, Mine's always moving from my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, That is what I call all exercise now. I call mine keeping my jappy. (laughs) Because he sleeps when he's had a walk. So if I take him out, he's happy. (laughs) like keeping yourself happy because he's sleeping. Peace of mind. And not annoying us do the hard things easy life <laughs> it, but no this one can be really really powerful you know we bang on about language all the time and the power of language and how it can change how we completely completely change how we think about something again this is another perfect example of it like it how much more enjoyable does getting some fresh air or i'm going for a walk even just I'm going for a walk versus I'm getting my steps in. Remember when that was what it used to be called? Yeah, I'm just going to go for a walk. Go for a walk, back in the day. I'm Nostalgia. Go for a walk. Just to talk about going for a walk rather than getting steps in. Yeah. Madness, when life was easier, eh? Yeah. Anyway, That's there that. we are. Eight simple ways. Plant into your diary, be really clear with it, set alarms to remind you to go, set alarms for you to check your step count two to three times a day, have whatever you need ready, ready beforehand, have a purpose, listen to something whilst you're out there, and call it something completely different than getting your steps in. And I would say that like the these eight steps are like the reason that they will double your step count is because like with the modern world that we live in, we don't need to move. You can get in your car and go anywhere you need to. In fact, you can probably get everything that you need from your couch via a click of a button if you absolutely needed to. So we do not as humans consciously move anymore, uh, subconsciously move anymore. Like we don't like... I bet you any money, unless you've created the habit of moving, you would not, you could quite easily go for a day without even potentially leaving your house if you're not going to the office because there's just no need to. So unless you are thinking about these eight steps, it's very unlikely that you're going to be able to increase your movement because 
it just doesn't happen con- conscious subconsciously anymore. Mm-hmm. I like that, eight steps. Should have called it eight steps to more steps, shouldn't I? Eight steps to more steps. Mm. Eight steps to 800 million steps. Oh, 800 million. Are you doing that many? Not a day, but like a couple of days. Mm. Anyway, Jen, I'll put you on the spot. Okay. If you, uh, it's going to have to be a good one because I did a really good one last week. If you could be any cheese, which would you be and why? <laughs> um, I think I would be... Hmm. I feel like I've had this question before. Right, we're having it again. Because I feel like I'm going to answer the same as what I answered last time. Good, because that means you was correct last time. <laughs> I think I'd be a mature cheddar. Why? Because you're not mature. <laughs> no, because it's it's nice and plain and simple. You're not plain or simple. <laughs> you're really but... difficult. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think now is plain and simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm aware it's pure, don't worry. I've not been singing Phil's face. I get so many lyrics to songs wrong that Phil's face literally dropped because I think he genuinely thought that I thought Pure and Simple was plain and simple. I thought we were going to have to delete the podcast or something, honestly. It's nice and plain and simple. Mm, which is neither of you. So you're not plain, you're not simple, you're not mature. So carry on as to why you want to be a mature cheddar. Uh, it's very tasty. Right. Uh, <laughs> it goes... You're very highly of yourself, don't you? <laughs> Goes with a lot of stuff. Sorry. Like, just like you can put it on anything, can't it? It's versatile. Right. Uh, I'm not really listing my personality qualities. I'm just telling you why. So you <laughs> like think you're plain, mature. simple, no. mature, no. And versatile? Is that how you describe yourself? I don't think you understand the question, Jen. <laughs> I don't get it. No. I just picked my favourite. You just cheese said, yeah, you did, yeah. I, like I want to be this cheese because it's my favourite cheese. <laughs> Nothing to do with any of its qualities because you've just described about five things that you are not. <laughs> I mean, you're quite a versatile person. You can do many different things, but you're not plain, simple, or mature. What about if I'm strong and punchy instead? Um, yeah, you definitely both of those things. Which <laughs> one's that? Is that mature cheddar as well? I don't know. Oh, strong and punchy cheese. I think so. Parmesan's definitely more strong and punchy. It is. And you can sprinkle your own spag ball. <laughs> I would imagine. Oh, we had... Um, Bolognese with orzo would highly recommend. Absolutely. Um, if you've not heard of orzo, I feel like we only discovered it a few years ago and it's changed our lives. It's the best it's thing ever. Absolutely spectacular. It's Imagine essentially like slightly bigger rice, but pasta. Yeah, it's like a cross between rice and pasta. Yeah, it's but like it is pasta. Rice-sized pasta, but a little no. bigger. Yeah, it's bigger than rice. It's yeah. just not rice. It's not. Yeah, but rice-shaped. Rice-shaped pasta. It's like you know when you leave a sweet out in water and expands it's like well, that's what's been done with the, the oh, rice. rice yeah like it's just gone bigger someone soaked the rice yeah someone soaked the rice it became orzo but then we could argue that that's just paella rice no it's bigger than paella, paella rice it is bigger than it's paella it's bigger rice. but it's like it's been stood on as well because it's flat <laughs> the, basically that's how they make it they soak rice in water and they take out stand on it that's how they make orzo right going back to the cheese thing mm. um, I don't know because all the words I can think of with cheese I wouldn't use to describe myself. So uh, I'm quite I'm feeling quite challenged. I think I'm going to stick with my original option of just picking my favourite cheese and telling you why I like it. Yeah, wasn't the question. i tell you what, <laughs> on the spot this week, Jen, what's your favourite cheese and why do you like it? <laughs> with your cheddar. Why? Versatile. Goes with anything. Uh, I plain, forgot my answer. Plain, now. simple. Plain, simple. I don't remember from the hearsay song. <laughs> Plain and simple. Uh, no, come on. I can come up with a better answer than that, surely. No, probably not. We'll see you all next week. Um, no, I'm Edam. Good.
because you're made backwards. I'm made backwards. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. And I've got a lot of holy socks. You have got a lot of holy socks. Because we're in the Do we, um, Jesus, have a lot of holy socks? Or is it that they're holy? They're holy. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You used to go to church as well. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not very rubbery though. I think Edam's quite rubbery. No, I think you are because you bounce off life's challenges. Oh, look at that. Yeah. I like what you did with that. Thank you. Um, no, I can't think of any more Jesus. Um, what about, what was that red Leicester? That we got? Leicester. Got a bit of a Vintage. crunch, haven't you? <laughs> That's got a bit of a crunch. You've got a bit of a crunch. <laughs> Vintage. Yeah, good with pasta. You're good with pasta. <laughs> That's <laughs> an expert with melts well. What do you melt? <laughs> melt hurts. What? You okay? <laughs> melt. I melt hearts. You melt hearts. Wonderful. <laughs> That's what we do. I'm not surprised. Oh, I need. It's all right. I need to um, improve my core strength. So, so which one are you going for then? Because you just named loads of cheeses oh, yeah. and why you like them, <laughs> and I've still not got an answer from you. I just go back to my favourite one. Cheddar cheese. Mature cheddar. Because it's your favourite. Yeah, pretty much. You can get it in lots of different forms. Are we still going, <laughs> why you like it here, I'm guessing? Because <laughs> it can't get you in many different forms. You're just you. <laughs> oh. oh, and I want some cheese now. I love cheese. Oh, right. I'm just going to cut some blocks of... Do you remember when I was in trimester one and I just cut blocks of cheese to eat? I was very snacky at that point, wasn't I? Yeah, very. Because you used to demand it from me as well. Yeah, because... Phil, get me some cheese! It's the only way I didn't feel sick was to just constantly eat. It was mad. I was just constantly back and forth from the kitchen getting Jen out of the fridge. <laughs> get me out of the fridge. Yeah, cheddar. I was going to eat all of What? Stop stealing my jokes! What? <laughs> I was going to say that I was in the fridge because I'm mature cheddar. That's why I said it. I know. All oh, right. I didn't really steal your joke, I just said it before you said it. Yeah, not stealing. Oh, right, okay. You've done, you've done that twice now. It's really annoying because I'm getting funnier, but Phil's still quicker than me. You're getting funnier? Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to like, give me an example after the podcast. I don't want to put you on the spot now. I made you laugh before. Phil, I made Phil laugh. There we go. This, Phil... is, this is Jen's problem with humour, right? When she makes me laugh, she tells everyone... You do. No, you don't. Because even if I find even if you find me funny, you usually just better my joke rather than laughing at but it, that's which the really goal. annoys Back me. Back and forth, we bounce no. with jokes. Because well, I can't don't. get past that level then. Yeah, we don't bounce. We just, there's just like a. I have to tell a joke and feel better at the mm-hmm. end. Um, so when I actually make you laugh, like it's a monumental moment. But then, because Phil, this sounds really bad. You don't laugh like look like. <laughs> It takes quite a lot. I'm now. No, but it takes quite a lot for you to laugh at our jokes. You don't really have emotions, do you, Phil? <laughs> Phil does laugh. I mean, it's, I did. I did preface it with it. It does make you sound bad, but it does, you like you do laugh. I do. But like something has to be really funny to make you laugh, and so, you you just you find a lot of things that make you laugh. But like people, me, I have to say something really funny to make you laugh. Yes. So when I make you laugh, you're like, it would be funnier if you didn't laugh at your own joke. But I'm not laughing at my own joke. I'm laughing at the fact that you're laughing. Is my laugh funny? No, I just oh. like you when you laugh. All right, I'll laugh more often then. It will require you to tell a bad joke for me to <laughs> forwards. But I will laugh more often. <laughs> anyway, next week we're going to do a section called Jen's Jokes. <laughs> and we're going to see if it makes me laugh. No. 
That's going to be after the end of the spot. There you go, there's your opportunity. It won't because you've read every joke on the entire planet. That's so not you, true. Anytime I try and tell Phil a joke, he's just like, yeah, I've heard it. No, or just so tells me the punchline. You try and show me a meme that was on Facebook like four months ago. That's the problem. Like, Phil, have you seen this? I was like, yeah, I was 28 when I saw it. I'm 32 I'm not now. very connected with the socials. You know, you just got, you're like a proper like mum. <laughs> like you show me a meme from years ago and I'm like, oh, Jen, everyone's seen that. <laughs> This is the follow one. This is 2.0 from that one. I'm, I'm like the friend who sends the reel to the, everyone else who's got TikTok. Yeah. And saw it like it two a month ago. ago at least. Yeah. yeah. The song's already number one in the charts and you're sending <laughs> the reel from it. Anyway, uh, um, that was a bit of a waffle at the end. I hope we clicked uh, record on this. Um, That's it. That's the end Eight of simple it. ways to double your weekly step count right away without having to become a marathon runner if you like it. Um, it would be fantastic if you are not already subscribed. You could subscribe, and uh, if you share this somewhere, that'd be wonderful. And if you laughed, well. then you improved your core strength within Absolutely. this episode. Winner, we are basically a gym session. <laughs> Have a good, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.